Hello, and welcome to Natural Geekery. This is a podcast that focuses on role-playing games, creativity, storytelling, and the flow that can happen when friends or strangers sit down with some dice, some rules, and decide to tell a story. We currently feature an actual play called Wild is Plus, where there is no GM, only two old friends using a few rules and creating a fantasy world and a story from random die rolls. My name is Brian. Welcome aboard. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Wild is Plus, where I sit down with a good friend of mine, and we sit down and make some die rolls, and we play a role-playing game without a game master. And as always, I'm joined by my good buddy, Dr. Hip. Hello, Dr. Hip. How are you? Doing great. Good afternoon. Doing great. Good afternoon. You, you switched it up on me. <laughs> well, that's what I do. <laughs> I wouldn't want you to okay. get complacent. No, no complacency on my part, please. And, you know, I was ready for like, yeah, and you just, yeah, I was ready for the yeehaw. And you came at me with like, you were having your tea in the afternoon, afternoon tea with Wildest Plus. Excellent. <laughs> All right. So welcome, everybody. Welcome to the show. We're going to pretty much jump right into this because we've got a lot of ground to cover. Um, real quick, I'm going to try and keep this as close to a minute as I can, but what we do here is we play a role-playing game. We are using Fate Accelerated and a, a little expansion called Dungeons of Fate that you can find online. All that's down in the show notes. And we are also using a system called Mythic and the Mythic GM emulator. So we don't know what's going to happen with the game, and we are just moving forward with our characters. I play Luden the half-orc paladin of Sadara, and Dr. Hip plays, tell us. Hazo, the gnome ranger, and his faithful sidekick, the she-wolf Tamaska. And we are also joined by an NPC at this point. Uh, her name is Rarsta, and she is a female outlander. That is, and she is also a half-orc. So what we do is we roll dice and they we let the dice determine our fate as we ask questions as we go through the adventure. So that's that's it in a nutshell. I think I kept it under a minute. I'm not sure. Very good. Let's jump into this. Previously on Wild is Plus, the two adventurers of the Drakenfeld Surveyors Guild, Luden, the Paladin of Sodara, and Hazo Quickbolt, the gnome ranger, had been sent out to um, make contact with an outlander clan, give them a gift, and find out more about the ruins that they had been kicked out of, ancient ruins that had recently been rumored to be uncovered. And while we were there with the outlanders, we had all sorts of wonderful adventures and <laughs> acid trips. And, <laughs> and oh, yeah. we were Oh, yeah. We were given directions to these ancient ruins, and Rarsta led us where we encountered the um, the Dark Fae that had been there and had kicked the other Outlander tribe out because they were there looking for something. We were attacked by an owlbear. We had a little parlay session last episode with the Dark Fae, and where things kind of went I wouldn't say they went in our favor, but they went nicely neutral, which I'm pretty happy with. But they did give us the location of an ancient, what they believed was an ancient temple. And we had asked, they, they, they gave us that information freely. So our two characters with the NPC went there, looked around, found some etchings and like glyphs carved into the side mm -hmm. of the entrance that Hazo identified from a previous adventure he had been on where he had met up with or had de had dealings with a member of the ancient dragon cult. And this is where we decided to end the show. Uh, and so here we are and that's the rundown. And basically our characters are just outside the doorway of this ancient, what we believe is a dragon temple. And we're about to go in. Did I miss anything? No, you're right on. No. Yes. I'm getting better at those. Yep. It's almost like I've had practice. Bada bing. <laughs> Bada bing. 
bada kabooza bing. All right, so uh, let's just jump into this. What we do first is we set the scene and we decide what we would like to maybe have happen. And then uh, we roll on Mythic and Mythic tells us if that happens or not using something called the chaos factor. Right now, the chaos factor uh, is at three and I'm pretty sure it should stay there. I see no reason why it should go up. What do you think? Agreed. Okay. So chaos level three, we are standing. We've pretty much just gotten ready to go in. I should also mention, I did forget. We did find scratches of some sort of beast or creature. We found, we found two things. Hazo found two things. He found a pathway of footprints leading in and out, which looked to be the dark fay going in and investigating this place and then leaving. But then he also found scratches or claw marks of something that had gone in or had like, we couldn't tell if it was still in there or not. So there could be an, uh, a surprise waiting for us, much like the Albert surprise that we had. We don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, we got to check that out. So we're going to we're going to put on our Drakenfeld Surveyor's Guild hats and go in. So I think the scene is basically we are going to enter into this building and investigate the first few rooms and see what we find and see what maybe moves the story along. Do you have anything else to add? Like the scene is us kind of just entering the doorway and peeking in carefully. Do we um yeah. Do you have anything else? Then I've got something else to add. No, I was just going to say I might have my notebook out, sort of comparing the glyphs that I saw on that doorway at the cottage with the ones that are on this door and maybe copying them down. So if they're different or, you know, just, just kind of comparing notes. Okay, perfect. So Hazo's got his notebook out. Luden has got his shield. I don't think... I would imagine he probably does have his sword out at this point. He's going to lead the way in. Uh, Rarsta, I think Rarsta would be maybe the last person to come in. We'll put her on rear guard and we'll enter into this temple. Now, do we need a light source? Because as a half-orc, we haven't really determined if uh, half-orcs, in D&D half-orcs have dark vision. I'm assuming this guy has dark vision. Yes. Uh, and now does Hazo have dark vision? Yeah, as a rock gnome, yes. Yes. Okay. So we really don't need a light source right now. So that's perfect. And we determined the door was off. It's like an open doorway. So there's going to be at least some daylight going in. Right, right. Yeah, I was just thinking as we go further back or if we go further in, if there's no windows or anything. Uh, and it was still fairly early in the day. So we would have daylight. Mm -hmm. That's the scene. Now, uh, we roll chaos to determine if that scene is modified in any way or completely different. So what, uh, you want to roll this? We are, we are rolling against a three. You got a four. Yes. Okay. All right. We're good. Good. So, all right. So now we pretty much are just going to ask a bunch of questions as we move into this to kind of determine what happens next, like where we are. Uh, and then we'll maybe go to player actions if we need to. So is this, my first question is, is this a big building or is there, do you, you know what I mean? Like, is this a spacious building? Okay. All right. So I roll one, you roll one. We, if we get an 11 or higher, that's a yes. If it's lower than 11, then it's a no. And there might be some variables in there, but we'll talk about that if it happens. I got a seven. Nine. Oh, Okay, so that is definitely a yes. Those are both odd, so we have to roll chaos again to see if a random event or something happens. Go and roll that. I rolled a two, which means exceptional yes. Exceptional yes. So this is a big building. This is very spacious. Maybe this is something where... Maybe we came in a side door or something and we are now, I think we should come in. We came in this main door, but as we get into it, the rooms are very large and maybe the building goes back further than we realized mm -hmm. of these Adobe, these Adobe structures of these ancient ruins that we found. Um, okay. So this is going to be a big space. We walk in and maybe there's a big open antechamber. 
mm-hmm. um, that is a way for people to come in and maybe maybe not feel humbled, but feel what's the word I'm looking for? Like an awe, like a maybe. Let's does it. Uh, I don't want to get too. Let's just go with this. I don't want to get too drudged down into details. What if we go in, but then there's steps down? So when you when you go into the building, it looks like a normal building with maybe a ten foot ceiling, mm, right? Yeah. But maybe there's steps down, and they carve down into the stone. So you get into this big open room that's much bigger than it is on the outside because you're looking at just like a little single or two story building. Yeah. Very cool. Okay, so you hold these these stone steps that we go down um, after there's this initial landing and this this maybe a greeting area, and then we go down. Very good. Into this larger room. Okay, so that answers that question. Do you have a question you want to throw, Dr. Hip? Well, I don't know how specific we want to get. I was going to say, is there a creature in this room or the creature that left those claw marks is... Oh dear! Are they in you're here? You're just going right. You're just going right to it. You're gonna- <laughs> I mean, yeah, we could look. Are there murals on the wall? Or <laughs> oh, that's what you meant. But why waste time? Why waste time? No. Okay. So. Uh, okay. Yeah. Let's roll. Let's see what happens. Are, is the creature in this room? We don't even know what the creature is. Um, are we going to do any modifiers to this? Any negatives or pluses or straight up? You decide. No pressure. I think maybe <laughs> negative two, because negative if two? the Shadow okay. Fae were in here, they probably would have not been coming around. They- uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. So negative two, and I got a four. <laughs> One. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a no. Five. That is That is a three. That is an exceptional no. Okay, good. So there is no sign of that creature in in here at all okay all right well let's ask are there are there markings in this room that help define it as what we call the dragon temple of the dragon cult oh there's a normal question yeah a nice normal question you see how i'm doing that you don't just jump right to sudden death Is there, is the floor magma? Let's ask that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Oh, I understand now. Is there a 20 foot death trap right within the doorway? Are there flying monkeys? All right, so let's roll, let's roll to see if there's, are there, are there. (laughs) Wait, of course we could do go that route. What was the question? And what was the question again? Are there markings or carvings oh, yeah. that would help identify this as a dragon temple? Um, I'd straight up, I can't think of Oh, I got a 10. Six. Six, 16. Those are two even. I'll roll chaos on this end. I got a six for chaos. So those are, so it's just a yes. So there are some initial carvings in here maybe and uh, carvings of maybe dragons up along the upper level of the wall and maybe some carvings in the wall that talk or speak to this dragon cult. Good. Now, as we go into this room, are there, I don't want to, we talked about this a little bit before we hit the record button. We don't want to do this room by room, blow by blow sort of dungeon crawl. We want to kind of streamline it, Mm -hmm. I think, to get to the meaty bits, right? Get to the story. So as characters... Like, what are we, we're wanting to go through this and see what we can find, right? So we're going to go through this room. We're going to go into another room. We're going to, we're going to basically search this building. Yes. The scene is pretty much that. The scene has not thrown any curveballs at us so far. So we are basically searching this initial floor of this building. Uh, I think we should go to things like, do we find anything important? Good. Yeah. Do we come across that creature later or do we come across signs of that creature? We can do those in any order. Or if you have some questions, feel free to throw those out just to kind of, we'll kind of take it floor by floor, I guess, at this point, because we don't know exactly what the GM has in store for us. Yeah. Let's, let's just start with some general questions. Okay. Um, Like, do we find anything in? Are we going to split up or stay together, making one? Oh, that's a good. Yeah, that's that's a good question. Uh, I think we should definitely stay together. 
You don't want to split the party. I think that's a bad, that's a bad idea. It always goes badly for Scooby-Doo. <laughs> right? <laughs> and it's going to, well, there you go. We will adventure to the rules per Scooby-Doo. All right. Zoinks! So to that end, let's go ahead and reveal the fact that we do have a random table created by Dr. Hip in his spare time. <laughs> I will bear the brunt of anything bad that happens because of this uh-huh. table. Uh-huh. <clears throat> no, it'll be. Uh, and so what we're going to do is we're going to, if we do encounter something, we'll be using this this chart that we that he came up with. And we will, that'll help determine and help guide us just a little bit because... Otherwise, this could be a really boring dungeon run. Okay, so saying all that, do we encounter anything that isn't that's notable in this, I guess, first floor as we are going through this dragon temple and looking in these rooms and looking through this area that seems to be a lot bigger than we thought it was going to be? So I think that's just a simple die roll. Mm-hmm. Do we want to give it a plus two? To spice it up a bit, or spice sure. it up a bit. Yeah, see, I'm not, I'm not adverse to bad things happening. <laughs> well, I got a ten. Seven. Okay, so ten and seven is seventeen. That is a yes. All right. Well, then uh, let's roll on the table. All right. So the way we are going to do this table is this is a really cool. Uh, type of table that I found online uh, sometime last year. And we roll fate dice for this because we're using fate accelerated and any chance to use fate dice is fun. So we roll four fate dice and we coordinate it on this XY table. Uh, maybe I'll put this table up online. That could be fun. Why not? We'll put it up for folks to see. Uh, okay. So I'm going to roll. Do you want me to roll the top or do you want to roll the column yeah. or what do you want to do? I'll roll the column. You roll the row across. Okay. Okay, got it. All right, so each roll two. Yep, I got a negative and a blank. What'd you get? Blank, blank. Uh, the- Gem in wall trap? Question mark. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we have our first thing that we bounce into. So we come into a room, and uh, let's ask: Is the gem in the wall in this first room? I'm gonna say. In like in the initial room that we come into in the first place, I'm going to say like a negative four. I think this, whatever this is, is further back. So let's roll that real quick. I got a four. One. So no. One. So no, definitely no. So it's further back. Is this gem in the wall? Is it in the hallway? Is it in a hallway or a room, right? So let's let's ask if it's in a hallway. Let's just do 50-50 straight up. Okay. I got a seven. One. Eight, so no, it's not in a not in a hallway. Uh, seven and a one. We need to roll chaos. I'll roll that. Ooh, I got a one. So seven and one. That's an odd. So that means exceptional no. So it is definitely not in a hallway. So it's in a room somewhere. So we come into this room, and I'm gonna give it to Hazo that Hazo sees the gem in the wall. Okay. What do you? Th- okay. I'm just gonna point out. Do you, do you see that on the wall there, Luden? It looks like some sort of oh, um, gem to me, but it's, it's up very high. I, I do, and I don't think I like it there. Um, that's it's unusual because you would think that the dark face said that they were through here, and either they either I can't look and see. I can't tell if it's a good gem or not, but you would think they would have taken it, or hmm, what do you think? Do you think it's, um, I don't like the looks of it. Um, I think we should get up and look at it a little closer without touching it. It, um, Carefully, carefully, carefully. I mean, is there any glyphs in the wall? Is anything, do you see any glyphs or anything around the area? And I would say if you want to do a fate check on that and overcome just to see yes. if you see anything else unusual. And then we can kind of ask Mythic. Um, I'm going to give it like a beat of one with, I would say, intelligence. Yes, that's good. Plus two. I rolled a one, so that's three. Okay. All right. So 
Hey, Mythic, uh, are there unusual, is there any unusual markings around the gem? And I got a 10. Three. So, yes, there are. Okay. That you do see. They're not immediately seen, but as you look at it closer, you can see that there are these markings around it. Um, I'm going to um, consult my notebook. And okay. I'm going to... I'm going to... Uh, since I made it by, by two... I'm going to say, um, this marking looks similar to this marking that I found on the doorway of this cottage. Perhaps this is some kind of entrance? Yeah, we can. Okay. Um, <laughs> How's that? Let's just uh, go straight for it. Yeah, right. Okay. So, uh, Luton is, um, uh, what marking are you talking about? Is there a marking that you've seen before that would indicate that this is some sort of... Yes, it's doorway. It's this square with a dot in the middle. You see it there? Ah, you see it yes. there on that side? I, I see it, and that's you've seen that before. Then yes, I saw it on the something very similar on the door to this this cottage. It was sort of a hidden. Hmm. All right, marking. so uh, out of character, what do we want to do here? Um, so I guess we should ask Mythic. Is this? Is this uh, a doorway or a portal or something that we need to figure out how to activate? I mean, it could be a trap door, I suppose, because that's kind of a door. Um. (laughs) Um, Okay. Let's ask Mythic, is this some kind of door? Let's just leave it at that. Let's give it a plus two because you've already sort of, I don't want to, I like what you've done there. Okay. In the in the improv world of yes and, let's give it a plus two. I don't want to shoot this down. Um, I got a five. Also a five. So ten. Ooh, we're gonna have to roll chaos on this one. So it's ten plus two, so that's a twelve. So it's a it's a yes but. That's important. I rolled a ten for chaos. Okay. Whoo, because that would have been exceptional yes and a random event. Um okay. It's some sort of doorway. That's what we ask, right? Yes, some sort of doorway. It's a yes, but, but it, but we don't like. Yes, but we don't know where it goes, or <laughs> which is a given. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> yes, 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 but. But to where? Okay, thinking about this, trying to figure out how to work our way through this. What if we ask? You know, is there a way we can figure this out? Is it openable? Okay. Because we could say, we could say, my what my, what led me to this was the thought, yes, it's a doorway, but you can't open it. Or yes, it's a doorway, but it's not easily opened. Or here's my or, thought. Yes it's, yes, it's a doorway, but there are two doors here. The gem is like a trap door. If you reach up and grab the gem... You go fall down into a pit, or you bubble, or you whisk away somewhere. Something happens, and, right? But it's just tell. There might be something near the glyph that says, "Don't touch the gem." <laughs> and, but but there's a but there's another uh, physical trigger somewhere else that opens a hidden door. Uh, it's sort of a so let's let's combine that because I had another idea while you were talking, and let's I combine that with with the yes, but yes, but it's locked. So we need something else to, like, you can't just go up and push the gem and, or. Yeah, that's good. Spin the gem. You, we're we're going to have to find something else. Like maybe there is another piece somewhere in the building or something else that would unlock that physical door. Yes. I love that. Okay. All right. Okay. So we're just going to run with that. Um, yes, but it's locked. All right. So we know that from the GM side of things. Character-wise, let's look at our actions. Um, Luden is, he's pretty much, he just says, "Um, friend Hazo, I think um, whatever we do, we need to do this very carefully. Perhaps you can give it a closer look and maybe identify what's needed here. I'm just a little concerned that the Shadow Fae were in here and they, they would have seen this too. And they are more... Versed, maybe? 
I don't know that you have an ability right now with these glyphs or whatever you've found that maybe they didn't have. So um, maybe check it out. Just be careful. I would try and keep a distance from it until we have a better idea. Let's, I have a hunch. You have a hunch. Let's search the temple to see if we can find this doorway glyph anywhere else. Oh, I see. And, okay. And then perhaps that will help us understand what this is about. Ah, I see. Okay. Um, All right. Maybe it will be on a, I don't know, a removable stone or there's a key, uh, a rune somewhere that you would hold up. I don't know for sure. Um, Oh, perhaps there's... Oh, I see what you're saying. A Perhaps counterpart, an, yeah. Ah, uh, uh, uh. all right. So, I'm fine with that. I don't think. Yes, I'm very. I'm leery about this particular. It's too easy. I think you're right. I think we should do exactly that. So let's come back to this room. Let's see if we can find anything else that's similar. All right. Okay. Good. 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 Okay. Uh. Puzzle, puzzles and riddles, always fun. Uh, so I guess we should um, continue to investigate. We'll continue to investigate the area, but let's let's do uh, maybe some sort of perception check. Um, yes, I was trying. Or, to or think. We, I'm trying to figure out how we can bring this into the fate accelerated world. I guess we really don't need to yet. We need to ask Mythic, is there another symbol? Yes. And I was thinking we could do some sort of create advantage since we know the symbol we're looking for. Ooh, I like that. That's all you. Tell me about. Tell me more about that. I like that idea. Yeah. I was just thinking maybe I could use my, uh, let me take a look at that. Oh, we've already found a glyph that we're matching up. Okay. Um, and just saying, um, find the hidden glyph. Or some, I don't know what you want to call it. Um, I don't, what would a good advantage of being? Um, um, knows what he's looking for. Yeah. They know what they're looking for, knows what they're looking for. Knows what, knows what he's looking for. That's so good. Should, it, it's sorry, more specific roll, to you. Roll to Yeah, no, that's good. Create let's, that? Yeah, so let's see. Um, what are you going to use? Is that intelligence you're going to use for that? Yeah, I think so. Okay. So you'll use your intelligence. That's at a plus two, right? Yes. Okay. And then uh, I would say, hmm, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a fair, so I'm gonna make it a plus two. I'm gonna make you beat a plus two. Oh, you are, huh? Yes. Um. Well, what I got a negative would... one, which would be plus one with my advantage. Oh, okay. So. But I could blow a fate point. You could blow a fate point on what aspect? Um, fixer of problems Ooh, or lower. That or, would work. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is a problem, a puzzle. Okay. Okay. So, so you, are you going to do that? Yes. And that sure. would make it a three. So I would make it by. Yeah. So you make it and there is now. Yeah, there's the advantage, knows what they're looking for, and we get a plus, there's one, there's one invoke on that that we can invoke to get a plus two down the road, um, and you spend a fate point, which leaves yes. you two, right? Correct. So, we've, what I was going to talk about was, we didn't see, we haven't seen if we, the fate points should refresh. In a typical fate game, I would say that our fate points did refresh. And I say this from a selfish point of view because Luden was down to, I think, only one after the Albear fight. But I think enough time has passed uh, that those have refreshed for everybody. So what do you think? I think we should maybe roll Mythic, ask Mythic, hey, do the fate points refresh? We probably should have done this right when we started the scene and we forgot. I forgot. And we'll give it a plus four because okay. it, yeah. it seems like something that should happen. Uh, but maybe Mythic is a cruel and mean game master. Are we ready? I got a seven. And six. Okay, cool. So uh, all the fate points are refreshed. I'm up to three. You're up to three. Cool. You blow one. Now we're good. We have an advantage. Knows what you're looking for. You know what you're looking for. 
And we are going to search the area again carefully. Um, so yes. I guess we ask, do we ask Mythic, uh, do we find something? Do we find something else? Um, or do we ask, yeah, what do you think? Yeah, that probably makes the most sense. Okay, so let's ask Mythic if at this point, uh, if we can find one of these sigils. If as we are looking at, is there another sigil to find? Let's just Good. ask a basic question like that. Is there, are we right? Is there another sigil to find? And I got a two. Nine. Ooh. You saved us. That's an 11. That is a yes, but. That's, that's an 11. So it's another yes, but. Kind of a marginal success. So yes, but maybe it's hidden. Yes, but it's hard to find. Which would explain why the Shadow Fae didn't figure it out. Exactly. Um, okay. So, and that's why I'm really glad you made that advantage because now that will play into that, hopefully. So we are looking through, um, we're looking through the, the floor of this area, the, the different rooms, moving from room to room. Um, I'm going to ask because this is what you do. Uh, does anything else happen to us while we are searching through this area? <laughs> I, knew, I knew you'd love that. <laughs> all right. I'm going to use this chart for all it's worth. I got a four. Two. Oh, six. That's a no. Those are two evens. So do you want to roll chaos? You want me to? Go ahead this time. I got a 10. So, okay. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. All is calm in this in this area. So, so I guess I would say make a fate roll with okay. Hazo to do the search. I think because it's hidden, I think it's going to be difficult. Okay. I think what the ladder, level of difficulty? The fate ladder is going to determine that. So let me check that real quick. Okay. So the fate ladder. I, we're torn between whether a good or a great. Um, great is a plus four and a good is a plus three. Th three is the lowest I would want to go with something that's hidden. And given the fact that, so given the fact Shadow Fae had been through here and searched a lot. Let's go um, four. So you want to go four? Yep. Oh, oh, hold the phone. Really? Okay. I was, okay, all right, you're feeling it today, Hazo. All right, hold on. Uh, well, let's see. I got to brace I'll myself. I'll tell you after the roll. <laughs> right? I got to brace myself. Okay, so I'm rolling make sure in. we hear those dice. This is an important roll. You hear them? I hear them. Okay, all right. You got to beat a four, buddy. Yes. No, all right. did you do something cool? You're using intelligence, I'm hoping. Yes, intelligence. Right, the approach. Okay. I rolled... A four. You rolled it without the without blowing the advantage. So I'm oh, going to. So we could. So it's a tie. Yes. By itself. So you could. Yeah. You could blow the advantage if you want. Might as well. Yeah. Hey. Okay. Thanks, Fate. Um. So that gives it a six, which beats it, which means you find it. Well done. Um. Tell okay, us. Okay. Here's it. what I'm gonna find. Yeah. There's. Yeah. This is uh, cool. This is so cool. All right, all right, all right. In the in the back of this, there's sort of like this big stone altar, and there's also little sigils around it. But in the back of it, there's a series of runestones. And once I get looking at it, I'll notice that there's this symbol comes oh. out. It's like a circular runestone that you can pull out. I oh, dig at it a man. little bit. Whoa! Hey, look at this. So you could replace it. <laughs> oh, man. So I love it. We, okay. Okay. So you find this runestone that yeah. has that glyph on it, and you, you, you mess with it, and you see that it's loose, and you pull it out of this back of this altar. <laughs> Does anything blow up? Oh, no. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> you, you kind of pull your hat down, and like you give a grin and then you hear the boulder rolling come <laughs> do you hear a rumbling <laughs> you hear a rumbling is, is, is something off do you hear rushing water <laughs> maybe we should roll on the encounter table again because <clears throat> oh, it's possible think... it is connected with something okay let's let's ask mythic first 
before. Okay. So let's, hey, Mythic, does anything happen as he takes the runestone out? Right? Yes. Okay. I got a seven. <laughs> Six. <laughs> God. Okay. All right. So you, you pull the runestone out. Now, do we want to roll on the chart or do we want to roll on uh, like a complex question descriptor table or action table from Mythic to get an idea of what happens? So we have the chart, which kind of gives all sorts of things. And I just want to add real quick, uh, this chart does have a clucking chicken on it. (laughs) 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 And I really, there's part of me that really wants to get the clucking chicken result. And there's a part of me that really doesn't want to get the clucking chicken result. And though I love it as something random and cool to find in sort of a dungeon crawl, I don't know if I want it attached to the removing of a runestone <laughs> in mm. a dragon cult temple. <laughs> yeah, I see what you're saying. <laughs> so the, it, I think I am more prone to go with either the descriptors or the action table. Instead Let's of the chart. It. Okay, sure. That's um, that's good. Let's try it. So we want to do descriptors or we want to do actions? Well, we're assuming it's some kind of an action that happens. So Yeah. Uh, let's let's at yeah, least okay. try it and let's see try what we it. come let's up with. And we'll stick to the we'll stick hard to the I don't know rule and we'll give it like five five couple seconds and if nothing happens then we cut it and we move on. So Fair. I got a forty one expose. Twenty six Physical. Ooh, expose physical. Uh, so something. Something else moves. Up. Something else Some physically part of this moves. Building structure? Yeah, like like you pull that out. I have an idea. <laughs> okay, what's your idea? Well, I was thinking that, that that's the, the perfect symbol. You pull the thing out and all of a sudden, boom, boom, boom. Here's... A secret stairway reveals itself behind the oh, you know, the um, altar or something like that. Oh, so maybe the gem is maybe the gem in the wall is something else. Yeah, uh, maybe it's part of a trap or a trick. I believe like maybe, it is. But. Maybe if you maybe if you took maybe if you would have taken that rune and taken it to the gem, that doesn't make sense though. I don't know. The gem is connected somehow, but I like what I like that. So let's just roll with that, that you take that out. And so feel free to deny this or whatever, but this is how I see it happening kind of cinematically is Hazo is like looking at it and he's kind of expecting it, not sure. And he kind of fiddles with it and sees that it's loose and he carefully pulls it off. And he looks at it and he looks at Luden and gives like a, a really triumphant smile, a little gnomish smile. <laughs> and then kind of pop, like pops it in his hand. And like we start to walk out of the room, you know, uh, like maybe five, 10 seconds later, we're heading towards the gym room, right? So we've turned to leave and we hear, <laughs> and then things start moving behind the altar. Revealing this stairwell going down. I think that's tremendous. Okay, perfect. All right. Um, Luden would say, um, do we want to look if any of the other runes move? Or do we just take what we've just been given? Yeah, let's look at them. Okay. Um, I'll look at a few. You look at a few and we'll see if anything else comes apart. I'm um Suggest so, probably not, but... Yeah. Hey, Mythic, do any of the other runes come off? And let's give it a negative four or a negative six. Okay. What do you think? Negative four is fine. Okay. Uh, I got a one. <laughs> Nine. <laughs> Ten. So that's... Okay. Those are two ten. odds. No. Uh, I'll roll chaos. Is that all right? Yes. I got a nine on chaos, so we're good there. Okay. So nothing else moves... And we look at the stairwell. <laughs> are you are you quite happy with yourself, Hazo? Actually, I feel pretty good about that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Was... I, I would hope so. That was um, well struck, sir. Well, 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 well struck. 
So I think we should end the scene there. Let's end that scene. Um, that's good. That's like that. We, we explored this, we found this thing and the next scene can us, can be us going downstairs. Cool. And we're going to bow. We, this means we will be going into an area that has not been open for hundreds of years. We need to remember that as we go forward, unless there are other entrances into what we're getting ready to discover. Right? Right. Okay. Hey, everybody. Just a quick break time gives me a chance to talk to all of you a little bit about the show, about things that are coming up, uh, give some details here or there, and then we'll get back into the action. One of the things I wanted to talk about, I normally would have done this in an intro, but I like kind of getting into the Wildest Plus story as quickly as we can. And actually, the, the first part of this show lets me gives me the example that I need to talk about what I want to talk about, which is um, I love this style of gaming, but sometimes it can be really tough, this whole idea of a game masterless game. Uh, I've talked about this in other episodes, but it's how do you handle a situation where you're not entirely sure where or what is about to happen? Um, how do you explore a dungeon? How do you search a warehouse when you're not even sure what you're looking for? So, yeah, uh, it can be tough. And you might have noticed in the first part of the show, we were kind of grasping, like, I don't know how to do. What do we do? I don't, uh, er, you know, and in this case, we opted to go with larger scale questions so as not to bog down the episode with a, I guess you would say a room by room sort of playthrough. Dr. Hip and I talked about the episode beforehand, and one of the ideas I floated out was that we treat it like a television show. And in television show, they don't have a lot of time for taking their time, right? They need to move the story along as quickly as possible. And it's a matter of taking the time that they have to move to the next important plot moment. So like a general scene of exploring a large area and then focus zooms on the thing are things that are important, right? Like the characters go into the warehouse and they're looking for a clue to catch a murderer and they know it's in the warehouse, but they maybe not don't know what the clue is. Well, you're going to get some exposition and some shots to show what the warehouse looks like. Maybe it's creepy. Maybe it's dimly lit. Maybe there's some goons with, with pipes, you know, the, but it's, they move quickly to those goons with pipes. They move quickly to that clue. They don't spend a lot of time exploring this warehouse. They give you enough so you know what's going on and then boom, they're into it. In, in this case, we had no idea what the important thing was going to be, right? We don't know if there's a clue in here. We don't know what's about to happen. It's a bit like walking in a thick fog, you know, or looking at a puzzle pieces and trying to fit puzzle pieces together, but you don't know what the puzzle looks like. Once you, once you get a few pieces, then you can chain things together, one element here, one element there. And then the end, really, ultimately, with Game Masterless Gaming, and this, I guess, is the point I want to make, and this is talked about in several different moments in other shows, but in episodes, but in the end, you just have to learn to trust the process. Because sometimes, you know, sometimes everything clicks into place and you get that feeling that there really is an invisible Game Master running the game. Uh, stay tuned to the latter part of the show for that curveball. Um, yeah, that's all I'll say about that. But that's the real fun of doing a game like this. And is when you get startled by the unfolding story that you yourself are putting together, tons of fun. There's the, the moment that's coming up. It literally gave me goosebumps um, that we're, we're just going to have to dig into it in episodes to come to see how it all plays out. Um, yeah, so hopefully... You're enjoying what we are doing, and that would be great if you are. That's our intention. And if so, you know, let let me encourage you to you know give the show a five star ranking, give us a favorable review. You know, if nothing else, contact us on the Gmail naturalgeekery at gmail.com. Let us know uh, if you do the ranking or you do the review. It goes a long way to improving the range of the show, and it puts it out in front of maybe someone else that could also enjoy it. Uh, if you have any questions or comments, hit us up on the email. That'd be great. If you would like to support the show a little bit more, then please consider uh, checking out our Patreon, which is listed down in the show notes. 
Uh, we have some bonus behind the scenes episodes for our patrons, and there are plans in the future for further shows like that and perks for our patrons. We love our patrons. Thank you so much. If you are a patron and listening to this show, just I want to take a moment to thank everyone who is helping us with with that and in helping keeping the show going. So if you maybe don't like the idea of Patreon and a monthly installment, you can also find a paypal.me link down in the show notes as well. If you want to do a one-time donation, that would be great. And it just helps us, helps keeps us, helps to keep us going, you know, even if it's like a cup of coffee. Um, yeah, well, uh, that's all for now. I want, I want to get back into this show. Uh, I'd rather take the time we have to get further along in the story. So next week we'll be having another interview show and then we'll be back here for what I'm considering as part two of the dragon temple. Uh, don't worry. Uh, this episode doesn't end on too much of a cliffhanger, but it does kind of end on a cliff. No, no, not even that. It's just... There's a question mark at the end, and but we'll promise to answer that in time. All right, let's get back to the show. Remember, as always, you are needed out here. Keep shining. Keep using your creativity and helping the world out. I will see you on the next one. Take care, everybody. Okay, so we took about 30 seconds there to kind of get our wits about us, and we're back at it. We're going to end the scene with us looking at the stairwell down, and Hazo's, like, very, very pleased with himself. And we'll go into the next scene, which is uh, descending the stairs and exploring the, the next level. Uh, I'm going to pull out my flask of gnomish whiskey and just take a little <laughs> sip, pass it over to Luden. Luden will accept it, and... Give a little sip or take a little sip and he will pass it to Rarsta and I'm sure she will take a little sip. And um, I'm kind of, I kind of want to know what Rarsta's thoughts are on all this, but I imagine she's kind of that quiet NPC along for the ride, uh, getting to see things that her people have never seen before. So I, uh, I don't know how else to describe Rarsta and what she's doing, unless you have any ideas. Well, I was going to say this might be a time to ask if they if she explored this building before, when oh, yeah. the Outlanders were here, let's ask real quick uh, before we go into the next scene. Um, yeah, had the Outlanders explored this building before? I got another one. I don't know four. what's up with four. So not so much. No, not really. They just didn't. They didn't know to look for it. They just probably walked in, stuck, looked around. It was like, oh, this is kind of cool. And then maybe, maybe I'm thinking that the entrance way is perhaps kind of plain. And then once you get into it, it gets more ornate and they just didn't have time because they weren't here for very long. I don't think is what we had said. So they had right. other things to deal with. And this is maybe further away from that central area where they made camp. So no, they, they never explored this. Okay, cool. All right. So she's in a bit of wonder and she's going to be going downstairs with us. I think, um, let's start the new scene. Next scene, we're going down the stairs and we're going to explore what is down in this area. That's never been explored before. Gas factor. What do you think? I think it, does it go to a four? I don't think it needs to go to a four. No, not right now. There's nothing out of our control too badly. It, so yeah, it's kind of a calm, gentle exploration. We didn't have any blood spilled and no fighting yeah. and nothing blew up. So, so far, so good. Nice, gentle exploration. <laughs> <laughs> oh, calm All right. before the so, storm. Uh, so, do you want to roll chaos? You want me to for the scene? Oh, I did the last time. Oh, God. I'm rolling so many ones, dude. Okay. So, uh, I got a 10. Whew, okay. So, no changes to the scene. We go down the stairs. Uh, the stairs, are they curved or straight? I think they're like curved, like a spiral Yes, curve, like a dragon's tail. And it curls down and we go down and it opens up into what is, uh, let's ask Mythic a few questions. Does it open up into carved rooms? Like, is it like, basically I'm asking, is it, is it carved rooms or is it? cavern like a cave mm -hmm. right so how do i want to ask this um is it 
Do we ask if it's just a cavern? And then if it's not, then it's right. carved? Yeah, okay. Good. All right. So is this a cavern down below? Does this lead down to a cavern? Do we want to, let's do 50-50. Got a seven. Two. Two, nine. Uh, so that's a no. Cool. All right. So it's carved room. So there are things that are carved out here. And what's next? We explore the room. What does this look like on the screen? I'm picture, let's picture it on the screen. What does it look like? Is it time for us to roll our encounter table? <laughs> you were so happy <laughs> with this encounter table. <laughs> and I'm so happy too. Well, uh, I I'm saying yeah, when you walk so. down the stairs and everything's calm, you're like, wait, something's got to be. There's got to be something let, here. Yeah, let's do it. Let's, let's do it. I love this table and I think it's perfect for what we're doing. If we don't uh, like the chicken, we can change it. Yeah, so, but yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, I'm taking the top row, right? Yes. Oh, God. Okay. Oh, God. I got, okay, I got plus plus. I got minus minus. A magic rune on the wall. Oh, my gosh. Are you kidding me? Well, that's kind of like the last one. That is so, that is so on theme. Okay, so, Okay. Um, let's roll descriptor, like magic rune on the wall. Let's roll maybe descriptor to see what it looks like. Okay. Well, this got infinitely cooler. I love it when things just mesh like this. And on my uh, chart, it says trigger, question mark. So I yeah. figure we'll have to ask mythic, is it? So I got gracefully on descriptor oh, table. Oh, crap. 97, warm. Gracefully warm. Maybe, so maybe it's, it's a ahead. rune of like a flame. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like a really graceful rune of fire along the wall. That's that bodes ill. <laughs> uh, okay, so we we walk down the stairs. We come to the base of the stairs. We're looking around this room. Um, is it is it a big room? Let's just ask. Is it a big room? And then we'll, that'll tell us. I got a four. I had an idea. What if instead of fire, it's like a sun. Oh, 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 oh. Okay. What'd you Could get? Be, I got a five. Five, nine. So it's not a big room. So this is, um, let's say, small to medium-sized room, uh, 10 by 20, maybe, something like that. That's a pretty big room. No, that's not, that's not too bad. 10 by 20. It's like a little antechamber as you come down to the bottom of the stairs. Uh, well, is it, let's ask, is it, uh, is it a glyph of the sun? Is it a magic rune of the sun? That's good. I like the gracefully warm. That makes a lot more sense. Seven. Ten. Ten. Seventeen. It is a magic rune of the sun. Oh, boy. Oh, that fits that, right into... That <laughs> That gets Luden's attention. Mm -hmm. Hey, what's that? Um, it's, um, <clears throat> it looks like the sun. Is it, um, he kind of looks down at his chest plate. That has the the son of Sadara uh, carved onto it in bronze. And he's like, um, "Let is it similar?" I think that's a question for Mythic. Yeah, is it similar to Sadara's rune, Sadara's symbol? I got a three, nine. Oh boy! So that's a yes. I got a seven on chaos. So nothing. Okay, there. cool, cool. But just a yes. Is it? Oh man! So that's intense. Maybe what's this? What is this doing down here? Maybe there's some connection to Sidara in with the dragon from, cult. That makes well, no sense, man. But maybe this wasn't always the dragon cult. What do you mean? Temp maybe this temple was used for by other worshippers. And it got taken over by the dragon cult or something. You're saying that perhaps this was a temple to Sadara to begin with? Perhaps. I mean, Sadara goes back thousands of years. I suppose it's possible. Or maybe it's just a light switch. No. Oh, <laughs> he literally probably growls at you. <laughs> Let me take a look at that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, what are you going to do? Well, what do you think we should do? Well, I mean, we uh, need to continue exploring this. You said you were going to take a, but <clears throat> sorry, I'm getting character and not character mixed up. You said you were going to maybe, were you going to, did you want to take a look at it? 
in character? I, I think we should take a look, closer look at it, yes. Uh, Just a little okay. bit. Since since we found another magic rune, I'm going to look through my book and see if I can find anything similar to this. Okay. That I studied before. Okay. I mean, typically sun runes, I don't know. I, would, I, don't, I don't know. I guess I could. I'm not sure how to approach this the best way. But yeah, how do we do this? So let's ask Mythic. What what would you ask a GM? Think about it that way. You want to take a player action. What do you? What would you ask the GM? Well, I guess I would try to say, we said it. It says it's a magic rune, but neither of us are magic users, so it must be something about it. It's a glowing mm-hmm. or something huh. that we we can recognize it. Right, and we yeah we don't have is any kind pulsing, of detect magic. Emulate let's, light. Yeah, let's ask kind. Mythic. Is it is it glowing or emulating light, or does it look magical? Uh, since it is a magic rune, I say we give it a plus two. Yes. I got a three. Ten. Oh, way to come through. So that's a 15. Uh, ten and three. Nope, don't have to roll chaos. Okay, so, so it is. It's um, glowing a little bit. It's probably glowing like the light of a sun, like yellowish, right? Like a like sunlight maybe like dim sunlight coming through a window so it it's definitely magical do you have a symbol of the sun that you wear what do you like mean like a medallion or um, a ring or i mean i know you have oh, it on oh, your breastplate of of sadara um yes of course i have i have this necklace here that is um and he would try to like pull it out from underneath the breastplate. It'd probably take him a minute because, you know, got to get it out from underneath the breastplate and underneath all the other bits of armor and padding. Um, it'd probably take a minute, but he could probably pull it out and show it. And it's probably, a, um, let's say it's probably like a half dollar sized, maybe a little smaller, circular, um, probably uh, ceramic maybe with um, not like with a, with the sun carving in it probably painted mm-hmm. probably something the priests do and probably sell at the temple to patrons and visitors and that sort of thing i was gonna say what if you just hold that up not touching but somewhere close to that magical glowing rune and see if anything happens all right okay so yeah all right he'll do that he will he's gonna go up <laughs> Jimmy Christmas. So he's going to hold the shield up. Yes. Um, I wonder if his shield has an image of Sadara on it. Probably. I never really, I always put it on his breastplate. I'm going to, I'm going to say no. I'm going to say it's more of like just a combat shield. Okay. I mean, uh, he, uh, I've never stated it before in all the episodes we've done or in his background story. So no. So he'll, he'll keep the shield up. And then he's going to like so in protection in case he's about to get like blasted and hold the amulet up in front of the magic rune. So it's almost directly in front of it. Hey, Mythic, does that <laughs> does that do something? <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, do we keep it 50-50? What do you think? Oh, no, I think it's more than 50-50. Oh, God. Because they're okay. similar. Yeah, But okay. it doesn't have to be. It doesn't no, have we to said be it was bad. similar. We said, no, it doesn't, but it could be. Okay, no, I'm good. Let's do this. So, plus two? Yes. Plus two. All right. I got a two. Six. Eight, nine, ten. That is a no but. Interesting. So, nothing happens but what? What happens? But, but... Does anything happen? No, but uh, I can't think of anything. I'm, I'm thinking of something. Go for it. What if it triggers a series of lights to come on in the room? Like magical flames? Yes. Or like magical magical orbs of light? Yeah. Or like little, sunlight? Like underground yeah. sun. Mm-hmm. Hey, Mythic, Either. is that what happens? And I'm giving that a plus four because that's amazing. I got a five. Eight. Okay. All right. That's what that, there we go. So nothing happens with the rune, but all of a sudden down the hallway, there's like a, 
like this this light. So maybe there's one in the room, right? Like a boom, like lights up. And then the hall, ooh, that's good. And before us, uh, how many, like, do we want, like, how many doors are in this place? Um, one, two, one, I think one, like a hallway. Like yes. we come downstairs and then there's an open hallway that we are supposed to walk down, obviously attached to this little smaller room. And yeah. Okay. Oh, I, love it. I do too. I do too. Okay, so we are in this moment. Uh, we are very short on time for the episode, so I think we're going to pause it there on a bit of a cliffhanger as the lights are into the distance and uh, the, the lower level of whatever we've discovered lights up. And I think we hit the pause button and we pick it up next episode. Thanks, man. Yeah, well done, Loon. Yeah, well done, Hazo. You dominated, you the, man. You found the light switch. Well, <laughs> you found the light switch. You just gave it. You gave it to Luden to turn on. <laughs> well just, done. Well played. Okay, uh, I had no idea. I like. I am amazed every time we get into one of these when we literally we have a little conversation beforehand and then we're like. I don't know. Let's just ask questions and see what happens. And then it just turns into this cool thing. So I love Thank it. You. Make yeah. it up as we go. That's right. Thanks for being here, Dr. Hip. Um, yeah, I'll see you on the next one. All right. Good roads. All right. Good roads. See everybody. Thanks. <laughs>